0: Hello and welcome back to Bush History. I'm David Bush and you are listening to my ongoing podcast series on pivotal Supreme Court decisions, precedent setting decisions and decisions that were really quite a big deal in the day. So today we have Korematsu versus the United States and that's going to be in 1944. You can get additional information at my website, www.bushhistory.net, that's B-U-S-C-H-I-S-T-O-R-Y.net. So the whole Korematsu situation actually begins with the attack on Pearl Harbor. The December 7th attack on Pearl Harbor led to a broad distrust of Japanese living in the United States. And there were stories of Japanese living in Hawaii aiding a Japanese flyer in an escape attempt after that attack. So that fueled these anti-Japanese feelings. A few weeks later, uh, President Roosevelt issues Executive Order 9066, authorizing the War Department to create these exclusion areas where people who were deemed to be a threat would not be allowed to go. And then was narrowed down a little further to specifically direct Japanese Americans, German Americans, and Italian Americans from any of these areas that were deemed by local officials. And then, On March 24, 1942, the Western Defense Command began issuing civilian exclusion orders commanding that all persons of Japanese ancestry report to designated assembly points where they would then be sent off to internment camps. So it actually starts out looking at German-Americans, Italian-Americans, and Japanese-Americans, but when practical application begins, it's only the Japanese-Americans that are going to be targeted. So, when they start assembling and start sending Japanese-Americans off to internment camps in the western part of the United States, Fred Korematsu is going to have nothing to do with this. He was a Japanese-American man who decided to stay in his home in California, violating the executive order, even undergoing plastic surgery to see if he could look a little different in his attempt to conceal his identity. Korematsu argued that Executive Order 9066 was unconstitutional, and that violated the Fifth Amendment to the United States Constitution. Well, he was arrested and convicted. No question was raised as to his loyalty, nothing like that. And we went, go on to the United States Court of Appeals, and the United States Court of Appeals affirms the lower conviction. So off we are to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court's going to have to decide what to do with this. Well, the decision of the case was written by Justice Hugo Black, and he found the case largely constitutional. He believed that in times of national emergencies, Congress has extraordinary powers, and as as a president, Kormasa was not excluded from the military areas because of hostility to him or to his race. He was excluded because we're at war with the Japanese Empire, because the properly constituted military authorities feared invasion of our west coast and felt constrained to take proper security measures. Because they decided that the military urgency of the situation demanded that all citizens of Japanese ancestry be segregated from the West Coast temporarily. And finally, because Congress determined that they should have the power to do just this. So Congress basically has the power to turn around and say, the military makes the rules in emergency situations like this. The military thought that this was a wise decision to enforce Executive Order 9066 from Franklin Roosevelt. And the decision is going to be 6-3 to three against Kuromatsu and the United States wins. The court sided with the government and held that the need to protect against espionage outweighed Kuromatsu's rights. Now, in the future, this would be revisited by Congress again and again. And ultimately, Congress would pay some retribution and money damages to the descendants of the Japanese who were interred uh, during World War II. So for now, I'm David Bush, and this is Bush History, and have a good day.